Today's show is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. We all know that we need to get those fruits and greens and vegetables and all that in our diets, guys, and here's a quick and easy way to get it. You just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. This episode is also brought to you by PayPal. With PayPal, you can rely on a trusted payments partner that processes over 10 million payments per day. When it comes to growing your business, PayPal is your payments partner for today and tomorrow. Visit paypal.com forward slash growth to set up a business account today. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. What Carl Wesley do? Phillips. What up, what up, what up? What's happening? Also, we got Douglas reporting live from Grand Ledge, <laughs> yes, Michigan. And you, in the, yeah. you, you at home, baby. The new <laughs> home is the new home. Home is the yeah. new home. The home is the new home. Do it feel like an Airbnb? And, and, <laughs> and, the, uh, and the Kevin Love of the podcast, my brother Josh Hatch is on. Now, let me ask you this, Josh. Is it fair that every time they compare a white basketball player to somebody, it's always another white player? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, they always got to be, be like, learned. Gordon Hayward is the new Stockton. Like, they never be like, Gordon Hayward is the new Ray Allen. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, Larry, Larry do you Bird have any objections about, with that? <laughs> no, Larry Bird lasted for about 30 years. So now there's right. at least a couple to compare it to. Oh, Larry. So. Hey, Larry. Larry's still the legendary Larry legend. Beat. Larry but I've legend. never heard one you black player it. ever compared to Larry, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm, it's just that's like, real. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Why well, can't you know what I'm saying? So, so I'm gonna say, uh, I'm, I'm gonna give you a new name. I feel like I, I shouldn't have done that. Not the K Love. I should say who who's the sweetest uh, third man rotationally right KG? now? KG. Uh, there oh, you, you go. Oh, you said rotation. Mm, you said KG. Rotation. Yeah. No, yeah, KG's he, good though. Yeah. Well, it's got to be somebody who, you know, Josh ain't a regular. He only blesses with his presence. He used to tell me he'd do it once a month. Now he only does it once every few hey, months. Hey, let's so. go back to the Pistons and go with Rashid. Oh, she definitely. Oh, Rashid she. the weed. Oh, back to hey, Portland. I'm just saying. Back to Portland. Saying, yeah. Josh, I can go back Portland days. Yeah, I'm just saying, Josh. If we're gonna go that way, and they talking about you coming off the bench and being fired when you come off the bench, you gotta be Vinny Microwave Johnson, baby. <laughs> oh, microwave. There you go. If that's what they're the talking microwave. about. You gotta be the Vinny Microwave, baby. But well, let me tell you oh. something. You better drop some fire on this podcast if you're going Vinny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to truly be the spark right. plug. Kelly Trapuca then. All right, let's Kelly go. Trapuca. Let's go. Kelly Trapuca. All right, guys. Fair let's or go. foul, man. Let's get back into it. Fair or foul. All right. So, uh, Many of you know, well, we moved into a new house. So with a new house, you got to find a new babysitter, right? We live a little farther. So um, we found a new babysitter. She's great. Love her. Older lady. Very nice. Very cool. You know what I'm saying? We told her when she, um, you know, started babysitting the kids, listen, Mikasa Sukasa. All right? It's your house. You know, make yourself comfortable. Of course, somebody's watching your kids. You want them to feel comfortable in the house, right? So Candace and I, you know, we go, you know, on a date or whatever. And... Um, you know, I came back, 
you know, that that night, and I, you know, I went in the fridge because Candace had made some food, and I went in there. I was like, oh, dang, she hit quite a bit of it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not even <laughs> tripping. Like, I said my house was your house. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, whoa. Like, there was, you know, there, but there was a large portion left, and it wasn't that much left the next time. So I noticed, you know, the next time she watched the kids, it was like some other stuff, like, that I know the kids don't even eat. And I looked in the trash, and it was like a, a lot of stuff in there. I'm like, wow, okay, like, she taking this my house, your house thing to another level. So, obviously, very long week. Uh, Candace and I, Friday night, you know, hey, we just need to get out the house. Cool, call the babysitter over. Now, Candace had made some lasagna earlier in the day. So, we came back and, um, you know, the babysitter, you know, kids were done, whatever. Babysitter there, she like, yo, I'm about to leave. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate y'all, whatever. So I go upstairs, Candace is downstairs, she opens up the fridge, she's like, babe, come down here, you're not gonna believe this. I'm like, what? And she's like, yo, I think she packed like a to-go meal. And I was like, wait, what? And I, she was like, yo, she left it like, like there was like three Tupperware things with like the food, the lasagna in there with like the bread in one, like the green bit, like the vegetable in another, and the lasagna. And I'm like, whoa. So I was like, oh, we were just laughing because you know she had been known for hitting stuff. And so fair file, about five minutes later, the doorbell rings, and baby girl was like, hey, um, I left something in your fridge. <laughs> Came back and, <laughs> and was like, let me, let me get that up off you. And took mm. the to-go uh, in the Tupperware hey. and was like, hey, appreciate y'all. <laughs> hey, bro, you ain't got to call Jalen out on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know Jalen babysitting. You know you doing incognito. I promise you, stop eating so much. Okay, but let, but okay. Did she take? Did she take? This is your house a little too far. With one, see, I'm not even mad if you had it to go, but you got sneak it in your purse and just like slide out. Fair file for you coming back and being like, yo, let me get that up off you. I th- I think it's fair that Candace cooking that good that she can't help herself. Uh, 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 let yeah, me tell you yeah. something. Let me tell y'all something. My grandma said this with a gun, a shotgun in her hand. Y'all can eat as much as y'all want. You come over, bring your little grandbaby, bring my grandbaby, you can eat as much as you want. But I promise you, if anybody take anything out this house, <laughs> they get <getting> shot. <laughs> Flat out, they get shot. So you know what's I, funny? I they, probably right. think you, See, they probably think they probably think you playing when you say she had a gun in her hand. No, no, no. My grandma ain't playing no game. She won't, she gonna, she gonna get somebody. Somebody gonna get got if they don't do what my grandma said. So hey, well, um, is this, the, this is your thug grandma, up. right? This is obviously my, your thug my mom, grandma. What my, happened my, that my time? What, time? what happened that time? What happened that time my man stole her purse again? Oh man, my man, look, I'm telling you, my grandmother was older. Because of course it's my grandma, y'all, but uh, uh she she worked midnights. And uh, we used to live in the Herm, well, she lived in the Herman Gardens. And so she had a night job. And I promise you, my grandma went out. Little man, she got off the bus. She never drove a day in her life. She always caught, caught public transportation. Bus came right by her house. She got out to go to her little job. My man grabbed her purse. Little man grabbed her purse. My grandma used to keep something in her bra. Call my mom. My mama tell you. She mm. kept a little something in her bra. Pulled it out. <laughs> ran my man down in the alley. Uh, uh, gave him the business. And took her purse back. What happened to those grandmas? We got grandmas <laughs> now that's scared of these babies. What happened to the grandmas that uh, weren't scared no. of these well, babies? You know, the grandmas now, they're a little younger. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. Right. They got stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they got stuff to do. They ain't thinking about that. The, 
The uh, the OG grandma story is one of my favorite stories. Mm, no question. You got to get my mom on the podcast one day. Let her tell her stories. Oh, I got to hear it. I got to hear it. So when you say she had the gun out, I'm 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 believing you. Josh, <laughs> fair file on 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 the the babysitter coming yeah, back. Yeah, file, to the bro. Fruit. File, file. I, mean, I was so I okay, was fair. Okay, Carl, say fair. I was fair until E, e talked, but I, I'm I'm leaning towards E now after hearing that. But but you got to give her some. I mean, it 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 takes some uh, it takes some guts to forget your to go thing, yeah. and then come back and knock and on then the come door. Back. <laughs> come back, like, like, That's come back. Dude, dude, I wasn't even tripping just, on it to go. I'm like, yo, you here with my kids? Feel free to eat. Like, yo, go uh, for it. But yeah, you didn't came I back for said, it. Oh, I would have just said, I missed my window and stopped by Chick Fil A on the way home. My window. <laughs> but hey, that was John, my I just hope. I just hope it was there tomorrow morning, Josh. I played out like that. Yeah. Yeah, and no oh, one man. said a word. I'm I talking about no she hid. Yeah. So mm. yeah, no, I'm 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 sure uh, she's a great babysitter. So I'm not gonna let that stand in the way of me and my wife getting a date night. But yeah, no, she off the chain for that. So um, let's see, man. Uh, so we had a, obviously a long week, man. Let me just thank everybody who reached out, cards, gifts, um, text messages, everything, man. Obviously, it was a hard week for us, as you can see. We're in we're in better spirits, obviously. Uh, mourning the death of our dear friend Chris. Um, it was a rough week. Cried a lot last week. And this week, man, I, I feel like I'm in celebration mode for my boy. You know what I mean? It kind of went from that Absolutely. real heavy what's going yeah. on to kind of like, okay, yeah. man, let's um, celebrate his life. And so yeah. thank you just to everybody who, like I said, man, people, I mean, from all walks of life, you know, hitting us up, especially our podcast family, man. Yeah. You guys, of course, I broke down on the podcast. I apologize for that. Tried to, Tried to keep the man hood intact, but <laughs> you, you know, it's me? hard to do sometimes, man, especially when you lose somebody that close. But I got so many well wishes and things of that nature and um, you know, just very grateful for that. So we're gonna keep uh, you know, keep our guy's legacy alive. We're gonna make sure we always honor him. We'll find some creative ways to do that throughout the course of this year and uh throughout the course of our lives, to be honest with you. So anyway, he hit me and was like, yo. I know we not, you know, we we talked about Chris, but I don't know if we really broke it down some things on the podcast about like, yo, what he actually taught with the animal assessment mm. in terms of embracing your animal. So um, let's let's kind of talk about that. Now we got two gorillas, a, a, a flamingo, and a chameleon on and the phone. Get a turtle on. But <laughs> let's kind of talk about that, and not in the way of like, oh, what is it? I guess you can break it down if you if you have it. Actually, I have it, and I can. Maybe I should do that. My bad, y'all. Let me be prepared for this podcast once in a while. I actually had Kendall shoot me over the thing. So for those of you who've been listening, you probably could guess what each of these animals mean. And of course, we relate it to the um, disc assessment. But this is this was directly from Chris's slides, all right? So I'm going to go through them really quick, E, and um, the people can kind of see uh, you know, who each animal is and kind of their characteristics. I don't think we ever did it. Uh, on the podcast in that fashion. So, all right, let's start with the gorilla. That would be Josh and I, who both uh, are high Ds uh, as it relates to, you know, more, a more dominant personality. So the Ds, in this case, the gorilla, dominant, driving, demanding, determined, decisive, and a doer. All right, that's the characteristics of a gorilla. Dominant, driving, demanding, determined, Decisive and doer. And for those of you out there who have never taken the disc assessment, you should go take it. Please. Um, and just find out what kind of animal you are. Um, of course, the animal portion of the disc assessment is Chris's exclusive uh, property. That That's something that he made up to go with each one. So the D in the disc, D-I-S-C, 
The D is for dominant, and Chris used the gorilla as the muse right, for that one. Right. The flamingo. E is uh, high flamingo. So Josh and I are D, D. So, so basically, our, our regular joint is a dominant, and then when we default, we both default to the dominant as well, right? Uh, shout out to Maul out there who's also a gorilla and, and hangs out in the D uh, a neighborhood with uh, Josh and I, all right? Um, flamingo. All right, so the flamingo, which is Eric Thomas, and he is a flamingo naturally, but then under stress, he actually reverts to the D, which we saw, the gorilla, right? Because we saw him wrestle the lady down on the plane. So clearly, he got some gorilla. Was that adaptive? Was that adaptive? (laughs) (laughs) Under high stress. And uh, and, and I I don't even know if we could talk. He, He had another incident on the airplane, but maybe I'll save that for another time. I don't even know if Carl and Josh know about uh-uh. that. But. I ain't hear about another one? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't want to tell that one right now because we're about to talk I, about yeah, the Flamingo. Yeah, I, I heard it in passing. We'll let it slide. Okay, uh, Josh heard it in passing. I got it firsthand from Diddy. But anyway, back to regularly scheduled programming. The Flamingo, all right? The Flamingo is inspiring, right? You can probably guess why E is inspiring, uh, influencing, impressionable, um, interactive, impressive, and interested in people, all right? Inspiring, influencing, interactive, impressive, interested in people, all right? That's the flamingo. So E's natural personality is the flamingo. The chameleon, brother brother Wesley, Carl Wesley Phillips, is a, is a chameleon, all right? And the chameleon is supportive, stable, sweet, status quo, and shy, right? So they play more of a supportive role. Carl is... You know, Carl's famous line, give me a minute, right? That is the chameleon line of all chameleon Uh lines. Like, yo, I'm going to get it done. I don't want no beef. I don't want no drama. I don't need to be seen, heard like that. Just give me a role. Let me know what I need to do, and I'm good with getting in the cut and going after it. We actually don't have a turtle on the phone, um, but you can imagine the turtle I was going to go get Didi. <laughs> oh yeah, no, Dia, gorilla, ain't she? I, I, I just was gonna bring her in just to, you know, fill in for the turtle. You know what I'm saying? But oh, she, okay, got she you. She yeah, D no double D placeholder. You know yeah, we need a placeholder. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, if we had a turtle on the line, um, turtles are, as you can imagine, cautious, calculating, competent, conscientious. Uh, I don't even know how to say that word. Contem. Oh, contemplative. That was decent. Um, and careful, all right? So the other word, obviously, you say is maybe like slow, right? Like um, methodical. So anyway, a few yeah, other like a few word, other slow, ones that methodical. Chris used here um, uh, the, for the gorilla. So the gorilla is a D. As I go through them, guys, help me out because I'm not sure what the other ones are, yeah. right? So I? so the gorilla is, uh, the, here's another some more words that Chris used for it. Skeptical, blunt, control. Results-oriented, um, ideas, decisive, immediate, priorities, impatient, results, opportunities, solutions, make it happen. So there's some some more of the adjectives that he used to describe. All right, the flamingo is what, an I? Yep, I. Yep, right? yep, yep. Okay, so, so D-I, um, enthusiastic, enthusiasm, expressive, warm, uh, optimistic, counselor, collaboration, fa- uh, s- symbols, happiness, uh, there's just kind of medley of accepting them, just trying to read them how he had them. And then the C, I guess the chameleon, duh. It's is that chameleon. Right? Yeah. No, no, S is, uh, S is, S the, is uh, chameleon. chameleon. S is chameleon, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so D-I, okay, S. So if you're if you're out there and you're an S, you're a chameleon, 
Um, accomplishments, appreciation, help, dependable, cooperating, security, consistent, stable, uh, stability, predictable, cautious, trust, patient, polite, support. So those are the characteristics there. And then the turtle, we have quality, which is the C. So if you're C, you're a turtle. So take the disc assessment, go online, take it. Please. And then um, figure out what animal you are. So if you are a C, if you're a turtle, if you're a C, you're a turtle, which is quality, expertise, accuracy, logical, challenging, competency, detail, stability, cautious, accomplishments, analytical, analyzed knowledge. All right. So there is a breakdown of all the animals. And E, you called me earlier in the week and you were like, yo, I know, um, you know, Chris passed and we did a, a, a tribute for him, but we need to really you know, get down to Absolutely. nuts and bolts and, you know, tell people exactly what, you know, mission he was on as it relates to self-assessing. As you guys know, that's my number one key and number one goal for any human, any entrepreneur, business owner, et cetera, is to first self-assess and find out what you're good at and, and what your skills are and things of that nature. So, E, I'll let you take it away because you called me this, this week and kind of went hard and you talked a million miles an hour. And as I always say, save it for the podcast. Um, we're on the podcast, so go for it. Yeah, and, and see, if you don't mind, I, I just want to, you know, first, um, you know, you talked about this week, man, and I'm, I'm grateful for the podcast. For those of you who've been rocking with us for a minute, you know, this was C's idea. And more specifically, you know, we had people who, you know, would kind of try to, you know, ease this and ease that based off of what they would see, you know, on a 10-second clip you know, 60-second clip on YouTube right, or 10-minute, right. you know, a podcast, whatever. I mean, uh, uh, thank God it's Monday. And she was like, yo, we need to do this because, you know, for you and then the rest of the squad, people need to really get to know who we are. And, you know, originally when, you know, when you do the intro, and I didn't want to go here because the intro is supposed to be kind of short, you know, but the word I wanted to use when you're like, yo, E, what's going on? How you feeling? And it was, you know, at a place of peace, man, you know? I felt like this was a this was the week where I felt, you know, just like a, a a calmness, a peace come over me. And you guys who know me closely, you know, my Achilles heel, man, is death. You know, and I and as you as you as you talked about the flamingo, you know, for me, I I guess it's like death is almost the antithesis of, you know, of of the flamingo. You know what I'm saying? We like life, you know, we bring life, we bring energy. I always say, you know, I don't necessarily come up with the ideas. You know, C might be like, yo, we need to do this TJM, we need to do this, whatever. And my job is, all right, cool. I love the idea. Let's go. When you cut the camera on, it's like, yo, E, breathe life into that joint. You know what I'm saying? Like, like make that thing come alive. And I was thinking this week with Chris, because I've had deaths that have happened, Pierre won, Chris won, that kind of threw me a little bit, you know, and... It's just weird for me because I'm like, yo, I just can't still understand death. It's still one of the things I just can't wrap my, my mind around. And I was just like, yo, I will never, like I was just with my man in Boston. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, but this week was, a, was like a peace came over me and it was like, yo, E, you got to celebrate. You know, you got to take this thing to the next level. You got to kind of like look at, okay, what does this mean and what can you take out of it and what's next? And I promise y'all, I'm a symbols dude, like C said, I want to get a white glove, C, because what Chris did for me is like when you clean up 
You know, and my grandma back in the day, like she was like a neat, neat, neat freak. You take that white glove and you kind of roll it over, you know, an area that's supposed to be clean. And you look at the white glove and it's like, yo, it's clean, but it ain't clean, clean. And Chris brought so many things to life for me because I literally thought not, you know, no cocky stuff like I'm doing it. But I was like, yo, I'm handling my business, bro. I'm handling my business. You know, I'm doing, I'm taking care of this. I'm taking care of this. I'm taking care of this. And in Chris' absence, I was like, yo, E, you taking care of business as if you have like, yo, I got, I know I got a few more years in speaking. Me and Didi, we got a few more. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of how I've been living. Like, yo, for my age and for where I am and for what I, yo, man, I'm, I'm, I'm handling my business. But to exit, I was like, yo, E, are you handling your business like that? And so, man, this has been a week of, I've had some conversations with people and it's like, look, I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm, I'm going to need to go gorilla. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not trying to be funny, but I don't have a lot of time and it needs to get done like this. Like, I got to make this happen. I was on the phone with Josh, like, yo, Josh, I know you're younger than me, but you know, this is where I usually come to you in this area and I need this taken care of, bro. Josh is like, all right, give me 10 days. I'm like, all right, I'm going to be calling you in three. You know what I'm saying? But I got to get this done, bro. And I just been waking up with this sense of urgency. And I already thought, I was up at three this morning, like, I already thought I was a sense of urgency dude. But this situation has just been like, yo, it, or if you go, is this ready? Is that ready? Is this ready? Is this ready? And so, man, I'm just so grateful for my prayer time this morning. I felt the peace come over me, you know, um, and, and I felt a... All right, E, handle your business. Like, for real, for real. It's some stuff that should be in your hands that you have in other people's hands. It's some stuff in, um, it's some stuff that you should release. You know, it's some stuff you should, and Didi and I had a talk, man, the trust, Josh, the will, like, bro, we like halfway in that process, and Jalen and I have talked, Jaden and I have talked, and it's just, man, man. So I just want to just thank Chris, you know, because sometimes we lose people who aren't, on the level Chris is on, and we do more and see, and that's all we do. It's just like, man, I'm gonna miss that person, I'm gonna miss the good times. But with Chris, bro, I've had people calling me about Chris, people texting me about Chris, and it's just like, yo, E, man, handle your business to the highest, highest height. So I transitioned that uh, into the last thing I heard Chris say uh, was to me, like, yo, E, embrace, we actually was talking to me and Didi, and he was like, yo, Didi, embrace the gorilla. Because Didi was kind of like, all right, you know, sometimes, well, you know, I go hard. Didi trouble embracing the gorilla? I've never, <laughs> known Didi had no, I've never known Didi had no trouble embracing the gorilla. Oh, uh, well, the, the one area she had trouble embracing it was, and for real, see, you know D, like, I'm just being real. Carl ain't hit me the other day, like, how's D? I'm like, she's doing good. And he was just kind of like, well, you know, I know Didi sometimes she won't say. if he, I said, bro, let me tell you something. You think... Diddy won't tell me if she's sick, bro. It ain't you. You know what I'm saying? Diddy ain't right, on that. Right. If Diddy's sick, you know, it's got to be like real, real bad, you know, for me to know. And I got to watch patterns. But I have never seen Diddy, you know, like putty almost uh, with, 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 with Chris, bro. And she was on the phone. Like her and Chris had a couple one-on-ones. And her thing, Chris, was like, yo, E is my guy. I've been with him since I was 15 years old. And I only want to help him. I don't ever want to hurt him. But there are times when I'm so overbearing and I'm pushing, 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 
And I see that as a flamingo, I just see how it's not working, Chris. You know what I'm saying? It's not working, you know? And I'm, I'm always trying to like elevate him. I'm never trying to put him in a situation where he feels deflated, you know? Now, we, she ain't had a conversation with me. She had it with Chris, and Chris had it with me afterwards. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't necessarily on the phone for it. But I take Chris' word. And Chris was just like, yo, D, embrace the gorilla. E, embrace the flamingo. And it was, it was crazy because it was like Didi was given 89%. You know, I might have been given 88%. And that other little percent that was keeping us from like stupid marital bliss. Like, bro, I'm just being real. Like I said, this may not be impressive to a lot of people, but Didi and I haven't even had a little spat in, in about nine months to a year because of Chris. And, and when he told Didi to embrace it, he told me, you, you let Didi embrace it. Like, so, so E, in order for Didi to truly embrace it, you gotta, you gotta let her embrace it. Like, you can't get mad at her when she whatever. And bro, I'm telling you, when we took that values, boy, because that's the basic one. See, telling y'all to take the disassessment. That's cool. But there's multiple pieces to this thing. But the second one is the values, why you do what you do. And when I got a chance to look at YDD Gorilla, you feel me? Like this girl is almost 100%, right? She human, so she probably about 91, 92. But other than that, when she put her hands to do something, it's done. And, and, and what Chris allowed me to see was, like, yo, E, you may want to do certain things, but your percentage isn't as high as DD's. So you got to let DD do it. And when she go there, you got to understand that when she's like being rough and she's being sharp, you know what I'm saying? And it seems like she's not being loving. That's not what's happening. I'm, I'm doing the research. See, he showed me the paperwork. I'm reading through it. Me and DD went through like 30, 40 pages of this stuff. And what I come to realize, see, was... When Didi is focused, she has to be focused because her focus allows her, like, I'm not really worried about you right now, Eric. I ain't worried about Jayla. I'm worried about Jada. I'm not worried about this and that. That's what puts her in a position because she's so locked and loaded that, boom, she's giving 120% to that thing, and then it's done. And then I'll have to be honest. She's human, so she'll make an error every now and then. And what I used to do when she would make that error, see, is I'd be like, ha, ha, you're not perfect. You're trying to play like you're perfect and every, you do everything. Well, and, and when I read the hookup, it was like, yo, don't go there. She's human. She's going to make errors, but she's going to make way less errors than you make. So let her gorilla, let her do her thing. And then vice versa, Didi was like, yo, I'm not necessarily feeling like the people thing. Like when we travel, you got to like have the BU meetup. Then you got to meet up with them after the meetup. And then the pre-meetup, she like, I'm not really feeling that, but I love you and I want to be with you every day, all day, just you and me working on us. But I understand that's your I animal. I need verification that Diddy said that. Put Diddy I, I, on the phone. I have to get, I get her on the phone. <laughs> I, I, say, I want to be with you all day, every day. I've never <laughs> oh, heard you, oh, you already that. know that part, see. I thought you meant, I thought you meant to let me be a flamingo no, part. No, no. Um, I want to hear her, I okay, hear her I, say. I, hey. And you know, you know I got it once, see, with the what's better than that a queen. I may not be able to get her to do that two times in one lifespan, see? <laughs> okay, um, yeah. Let me yeah, know you know, so, right so just to conclude, though, bro, once Didi was like, yo, E, you do you fully, you put that cape on, and when you do you, there are blessings that we're going to get from that when I do me. And so, man, I'm just telling you, bro, for those of you who are married, um, my legacy to Chris um, is... 
and, and, and not necessarily, you know, tomorrow, but I'm working on the animal assessment for married couples, y'all, because listen to me, it, it, I'm, it, I, it worked for me indeed. And when I tell you, when you talk about a gorilla, like gorilla, gorilla, and then when I adapt gorilla, there's no way we're not going to get into some art. It's, it, it's just not possible without an animal assessment and without assessing yourself and knowing yourself. It's no way that we're not going to have a spat here and there. But I'm telling you, when I when I when I did my homework, I was like, yo, you can't you can't get mad at Didi for being Didi. And Didi was like, yo, I can't get mad at you for being you. And it just changed the entire game, man. So powerful week. See, I will never like I, I will never get to the point where it's like Chris gone and 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 I can I can stomach it. I'm still tripping, like, yo, I'm older than Chris. Like, we just talked. Chris changed my life, bro. He changed my marriage, bro which is going to change other people's lives. So I'll never forget him, but I will tell you this. I am going to take that animal assessment and I'm going to save his, I'm going to, I'm going to pay it forward. What Chris did for me, I'm going to do for as many married couples as I can possibly do. So get the assessment. Don't just do the first part, second part, third part. I got a book. I sent the book to Carl. My daughter got the book. Uh, my, listen to me, guys. My daughter is doing the assessment now. She's a certified uh, animal assessment trainer. I talked to a couple people that she trained. It was like, E, I didn't know that was your daughter. She's fire. So I'm not putting on, y'all. I'm telling you, death is difficult for E.T. I don't understand it. I'm like, God, I'm not going to question you, but like, I just don't get why you, I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't care if you old, but young as Chris is, leaving the son behind. Like, I don't get it. I'm still like, okay, God, I just got to trust you when I can't trace you. But what I will do is I will avenge my brother, Chong Wong Lee. And Chris Legend will live with E.T. and my daughter forever, bruh. Yeah, it's funny you talk about embracing your, you know, animal. And I think maybe, Carl, you can speak to it and then Josh as well. Like, how have you learned to embrace yours? Because I think our natural tendency is like, you know, obviously to do what our, 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 you know, our natural lean is, but when people start getting on you about it, or you feel like, you know, my animal maybe isn't that sweet, or you know what I mean? Like, like, wow, maybe I am too, like when I got banned, my, my animal got me banned from staff meetings, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and so you have these thoughts like, shoot, am I doing it right? Do I need to try to switch up, whatever? But so Carl, I guess coming from your perspective, how have you learned to kind of embrace the chameleon lifestyle and like be the sweetest chameleon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, so so you gotta understand that the first well, he, I think he used to say, you gotta know where you are before you could try to figure out where you're going. You can't map it if you don't know where you are. So that's the first thing that the assessment did for me. And I'll speak, you know, for me personally. Um, like again, I know I'm a milder mannered person. Like y'all used to hear us joking when we talked about good cop, bad cop, I was dispatched, like for real, I ain't getting involved. But I never had a justification for why. Like, E and C going at it, and they're both these strong-willed C gorilla, but E ain't no dude that's going to back down. So I'm just sitting there like, all right, well, I'm not sure who. Like, I guess if somebody punch, I'm going to, I don't know, drop a glass and hope that it distract them so we don't have to go there. But like, for I'm not getting involved. I'm not confrontational at all. And initially, of course, I'm with these two strong dudes, and it's just kind of like, yo, am I inferior? Like, you know what I mean? Like, these are thoughts that's happening. Like, why am I not more aggressive? Why am I not sticking up? Like I give a suggestion 
And she could say like two or three lines and I'm like, oh yeah, you might be. And I'm, I'm adjusting when I thought this through, you know what I mean? Or he says something and I'm shifting. Like, yo, why am I not standing my ground more with stuff? And this whole assessment, man, brings it, and Chris used a term, I'll come to that a little, a little later. But yeah, the whole assessment just kind of like fully explains like, yo, this is who you are. Nothing's wrong with that. Now, you got 17% gorilla. You got like, you have all four. So now you're never going to be aggressive as C, but it don't mean that you can't assert yourself more. It doesn't mean that you can't do this, but understand the framework on which you are. So the term that Chris used that I think that stuck with me the most when he referred to chameleons, he talked about chameleons being sufferers in silence. And I was like, man, like that thing, like, you know how you just feel something in your bones? Because there's stuff that would happen. Like I'll give you an example. I remember um, you spoke to, I'm not going to call it a team. He spoke to a team that's very near and dear to our hearts. Let me put it like that. And it was a, fu- I'm talking about, he slaughtered this presentation. I edited this thing, about to put, I, I uploaded, I'm so arrogant, I uploaded it, I'm about to hit go, I'm like, yo, let me just send it to C real quick. I sent it to CNC, he's like, nope, you can't put that out. And I'm like, you lost your mind, see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about hours, y'all, like, they, I'm, I'm talking about editing, and my days of editing for real, for real. I'm talking about, like, this is almost two days of work. And she's like, no, don't put it out nowhere. And I'm like, okay, he lost his mind. This is going out. And she's like, no, you can't put that out. And she explained it in a way that was like, yeah, he kind of right, doggone it. But like, I would never, even, even if it were to go to the point, she was right. Let me, just, let me just put that out there. He was right. He got that one. Oh, they know. But, you know what I'm saying? They know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All but, the real day one podcast listeners know the deal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, but even to the point, if it were something that I still had a point, like I would sacrifice and not push beyond that comfort zone, mm. not push beyond it. She would always win. He would always win. Even if I felt like I had something. And it, like when Chris said, like, you're a sufferer in silence, it's like, yo, that's cool. But like, you got to understand how to, how to assert yourself. It don't have to be in a, you don't have to be a gorilla to assert yourself. You got to be able to talk to people in your way. Um, so there are things now that I, I'm able to maneuver in a different way. I got Nikki rocking with me. I got Kendall rocking with me. And let me tell y'all, night and day difference. I don't have to do all the stuff. Like literally, and C, C called me and said, hey, Dude, just I'll use the exact word C said. Yo, Kendall is your muscle, dude. Anything you need, you ain't gotta go. You ain't gotta go beef with nobody. You ain't gotta do nothing. Anything you need done, just use Kendall, bruh. Life changing. I ain't gotta fight no battles. Like it's my comfort zone. I ain't even gotta uh-huh. do that. Girl, you know? Hey, I remember a couple times, Carl. I remember I would call you and be like, Yo, you gonna have to address that. Yeah. And I can hear Carl sweating just, through the phone. I'm, I'm comfortable. Uh, anytime bro. it was an awkward conversation to be had. Meanwhile, you know me, I'm like, man, I'm about to pick up the phone and let this person have <laughs> Deal it. with it right now. Yeah. Oh, Carl would be like, yo, please don't make me walk down this lane. Please, anything but that. And I guess, you know, the, the crazy thing is, and Josh, I'll come to you, but Carl is like, you know, for me, I guess, oh, oh let, me, let me go to Josh on this, but like, I always have to remember to like, try not to dominate as much because right. one, especially in the company, whatever position people see me as is one thing, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. are you already, you know, up top or whatever you want to view me as, but then you also dominate. So then a lot can get lost. And there is a lot of value that people bring. And so I have to remind myself, like, yo, listen to people. Like, try to embrace what they're saying. And sometimes, apparently, Carl didn't work out much. He's been suffering <laughs> in silence this whole time. I want to say, let the suffering end today. I'm willing to listen. But Josh, how do you, as a, as a gorilla now, you know, in this company, in the solar company, just in everything we do, 
you know, how do you maintain that gorilla while still, you know, listening to the opinions and making sure that you're still working collaboratively? Yeah, I mean, I first and foremost, sorry, Carl. Like, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry you've been suffering for so long. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and then second, I would just say, you know, um, I'd just say first, you know, one thing just, just to Chris really quick, um, there's very few people that actually do work that can live well beyond themselves. And I think what Chris has done is put in these animals and it's a work that can live beyond Chris. And I, you know, as I, as I dealt with the sadness and the shock and everything that we all dealt with uh, of the news, and as I still deal with the sadness, you know, I've taken a lot of solace in just that Chris will have a legacy that lives on um, because the work he he did and the way he did it um, is able to live on. So, you know, I take joy in knowing that we'll be talking about Chris for a long yep. time, whether we And by the way, a full not. gorilla moment, Chris would have been proud of us. Josh texted me and was like, hey, man, how you doing? And I was like, uh, good. And he was like, really? And I was like, actually, I'm doing terrible. He was like, okay, me too. <laughs> you, know <what> <laughs> like, yeah. you know, the gorilla in you just didn't want to relent. But he was like, no, yo, I, said, I was yeah, like, no, nah, honestly, gonna... I'm struggling. And Josh was like, okay, cool. I thought it was just me. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to um, when it comes to the, the business world, I think it's one thing to know what animal you are. And then I think it's another thing to let the other animals around you shine. And that's the that, that it's kind of a two twofold challenge. So you know what you are, but say I'm a natural gorilla, see, just like you. And just what you said, it's one thing to know what you are. It's actually another thing to relinquish the power in areas where you shouldn't have power. And if you want to take a, a, a business or if you want to scale something, you have to put the right people in the right positions. And when you get to the role of a CEO, a founder, part of it is, is getting people that buy into your vision and direction as, as a company. But what Chris helped me understand was it's also about making sure you can relinquish, but also be comfortable explaining why you are, are giving those, um, those responsibilities away. So, you know, example was, it was a, maybe a week ago, someone in Harbor Solar, our, our solar company, sat me down and said, hey, I think we need to do some more retreats and vacations with our leadership team. Non-gorilla talk. Pop- I was going to say, that's a no, chameleon talking or a flamingo. That's a flamingo talking. It, Exactly. And they froze, just stared at me like, oh no, what's about to come? And I said, (laughs) because of the way Chris is trained and what I've learned about myself, I said, look, if you're waiting for me to plan vacations or award (laughs) ceremonies, we're going to be waiting for a long time. (laughs) But, but, but I also agree with you 100% that it's important. Right, right. But if you think I'm going to do it, it's not going to happen. And so why don't you take it and make sure it happens? And guess what? I've got emails and pictures and, and ideas of things they could do that I would never do that the team will love. But part of it is not always having to be right in your own animal and knowing where you're limited in your areas. And I think as much as Chris making you recognize where we all sit in our personalities, it's also realizing how blind we are in certain mm-hmm. areas Mm-hmm. to what we're not good at. And, and knowing that if we focus on those areas, we still can't be very good at them. Right, right. You just mm. can't. And so, you know, so I think that's for me with running the business and businesses, um, it's, it's just knowing what Chris has provided as far as 
one, knowing myself, but two, the blind spots and being comfortable that that's not my core competency and it never will be, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you hear people say that a lot. And E, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I think it's an age-old debate, right? Should you work on your weaknesses at all or should you just, you know, embrace all that you are, you know, and just kind of, you know, whatever, punt your weaknesses? E, do you think there's ever been a time or have you ever been felt compelled to try to work on your weaknesses? Are you to the point now where you're like, yo, I know what I'm good at. I'm just ride these out. Or or was there a time when you tried to say, okay, let me be more organized. Let me try to, you know, get get a system going, which is like completely against everything you believe in. Yeah, I I agree with Josh in that when you talk about success, I'm never going to have a challenge with success in terms of knowing my flamingo and being able to, you know, these videos and, you know, being the voice of a generation. So I'm never going to have a problem with success. The challenge is, am I going to be able to have success over a long period of time, like Josh said, which requires others, you know? So as an individual, yeah, I know I'm going to reach a certain level of success, but am am I going to, what I always think about Josh is that no child left behind. How many people will I be able to take with me or how many relationships will I damage because I'm just going full blast flamingo, you know? So I'm going to give you guys an example. What Didi and I have decided is she a gorilla and that's all she's going to ever be. And unfortunately for Didi, you know, she probably has zero flamingo, right? Um, where I'm the total opposite, which is a good thing I'm because you got zero. two opposite hmm. parts of a puzzle when you put them together. But what Didi and I have decided to do is say, I will never be the gorilla Didi is. She'll never be the flamingo I am. But as Josh said, we will respect each other. So Didi will never say, why are you in your feelings? She, it's, it's like, yo, I understand that's your strength. Your strength is that you care. And so the fact that you care about people, that's why we're getting free lunch. That's why we stand at these hotels for free. That's why you have insiders. It is the relationships that you have with people. So while I can't do what you do, that's I will respect That's why I don't you. have an insider. <laughs> I don't care about people. Yeah. So, so I'm just saying. I but just for saw Didi, the Matrix. I'm sorry, E. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying for Didi, Josh, I don't look at it now as you being mean. I look at it as... Oh, you're going in that zone so you can put up 55. You're going in that zone so you can put up 80. That's a zone. You don't score 80 points unless you're in a zone. And I realized, like, Didi's zone is executing. So when she get in her zone, everybody move out the way. You know, whereas before, Josh, I used to feel like, you know, like she might be in her zone and I say something to her and she's not being that loving wife that I'm used to. And I'm like, yo, like, you, you just, you disrespect. She's like, no, 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 no. Um, whatever. But with the test, so Didi and I just come to, to create boundaries, Josh. We now have a common language. We're on the same playbook. And so it's like, she defense, I'm offense. So I don't look at defense and go, what's that? That's whack. We scoring points. I look at it as like, yo, D, I'm going to need you to get some stops for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to need you to crush these dudes so, so, so I can try to put up, you know what I'm saying? Throw it to AB, who is the flamingo of all flamingos. You know, Antonio Brown, Flamingo of all Flamingos, I need to score some points, D. So I don't think it's about changing, but the thing I got from Chris is it's about respect. And I think that there was a time in my life where, you know, if it was, you know, the way C and I might do it, I'm like, yo, this is this how you do it. Where somebody else may do it different than how we did it, and I didn't really have a lot of respect for them. And I'm learning with my wife. And I'm learning with all other animals, like, yo, you can't live without the turtle. 
Like you cannot have, and we never have a turtle, but you can't have that sustainability without a turtle. So I'm learning that. No, I may never be, you know, a, a, a full-fledged chameleon or a turtle, but I need to know turtle enough. Like I've studied all the animals. I need to know turtle enough. So at least when I'm communicating with a turtle, I'm not communicating with him like a flamingo. And he like, what are you saying? But I know the turtle enough where I can say to her, I need this done, this done, and this done. So for me, it's about respect, respecting other animals, and then it's about learning how to communicate to them in the language that they're comfortable with so that we can all win. So yeah, let me e, ask you. Oh, e, go for it, Josh. Oh, oh, I was going to say, you know, it's, a, it's um, you know, as a, as a CEO, e, which you are, it's about putting people in positions to win. And, and I think a lot of times when, when, especially from a business standpoint, if you don't know yourself well enough, then how do you expect to put other people in a position to win? You may not even be putting yourself in a position to win. And so you can, you can take a football team and take Joe Thomas, who, who played for the Cleveland Browns and may be one of the greatest offensive linemen in history. But if you lined him up at wide receiver, as good as an athlete as he is, he can't win. It's impossible. He's not going to catch any balls. He's not built to catch passes. And so the job of any coach, GM, CEO, business leader, and all of us in life, I think, is to try to help each other be in positions to play a game where we can win. And so many times I see people that are so talented in, in certain areas that are trying to play a game that they can't win, but they don't know it's a game they can't win. And so they leave with frustration, despair, um, and eventually sometimes quit some great opportunities for them because they're not playing the way they should be playing, all because they don't understand themselves. And I think that's where Chris's training is so valuable. Well, Josh, don't you think, though, it's like kind of our natural tendency to kind of like be like higher and surround ourselves with people who are like us. You know what I mean? Yeah, Especially absolutely. like as a CEO. So like if it was up to me and I was like, all right, cool, I'm a CEO starting this company. I'm about to hire some people. I want everybody who's straightforward, dominant. Why? Because the turtle annoys me because they're too slow. With the chameleon, I'm like, all right, make up your mind. What do you want? The flamingo over there playing around, dancing, having a party. I'm trying to get work done. So then I hire a bunch of gorillas I think that's our natural tendency, but if I understand what you're saying, we really do need to diversify our jungle and make sure that we have different animals and make sure they're in the right spot in order to be successful. So how do you do that if you're um, maybe a more dominant personality or whatever you are? And I think also to go with that, isn't it like, what's the difference between a title and the animal that you are? Because the crazy thing about it, of course, E is the, the CEO of this company, but he would always defer to me and when it was time to make a decision. And I think that was mature on his part to say like, yo, see the dominant one, I'm good with that, let him roll. But how do you like, if you got like a chameleon person, you know, uh, uh, for example, who is the CEO, like how does that person lead when they're more, you know, not necessarily the decision maker, but you're in position where you're the dominant one, if that makes sense. Yeah, great question. Yeah, so as, as a fellow gorilla, see, you and I would think the only people that could lead a company are gorillas. Ah, well, I didn't want to say it. You know what I'm saying? I'll say it. We just, we <laughs> just would. It's it, our Carl. natural personality. <laughs> no disrespect, Carl. You, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But if you go across companies, it depends on how good you are at delegating what you're not. 
It's how good you are at finding what you're not. It's actually not what you are. It's how good you are at surrounding yourself with what you're not. And I'm not telling you you can't have other gorillas. See, you and I are the same in a lot of ways. And by gorilla standards, we're as high of dominant personality as you can get. Our default is dominant. But you and I work really well together. So it doesn't mean there can't be others that are the same. But you have to have clear lines and respect. And as a fellow dominant personality, see, if I didn't respect you, I couldn't work with you because I'm dominant. And if you didn't respect me, you couldn't work with me. Those are musts in our lane. But, you know, it was interesting because, see, when I first started companies, I would surround myself with my friends. And then it was fun for the first 30, 60, 90 days. And I tried to figure out why we weren't getting ahead like I thought we should. And then we would bring in someone from the outside that had a skill set we didn't have. And let's say it's a simple project like a PowerPoint. As a gorilla, I don't know what's PowerPoints. That? What's And they'd PowerPoint? bring me something back. And I would be amazed at what they could bring me back because my brain couldn't even visualize what it could look like because I was just building and growing. And so what I learned was there are skill sets or in, in what we're talking about, the assessment personalities that you need to continue to grow and build. E and I can walk into the same room. I believe that on a one-on-one basis, I can inspire certain people and I can do everything else. But to sit and think that I can do what E does, and I'm not talking about from on stage. I'm talking about from a going and making people making people feel a certain way, being able to use his gifts the way he does without having to feel drained after using them. I It's not my natural personality. But I believe people leave conversations with me and say, Man, I feel inspired from talking to Josh. I feel like I can go achieve this. I feel like I got the information. I feel driven. He gave me a roadmap. But to go inspire the masses, I can't do what he does and feel um, and not feel drained. But if you put me in a room where it's contentious, I can leave that room and go, man, that was fun. Carl, sound like my fun nat- to you too? <laughs> uh, bro, I'm over here just sweating thinking about it. <laughs> and, and I don't mean fun like it's fun to be contentious. I mean it's fun to get to a result. Yeah. And being contentious sometimes is what has to happen to actually friction has to happen sometimes to actually get to the result. And so, and so I think, you know, part of it is just being able to surround yourself with the right people and with, with um, E, I stand back all the time. And I obviously work closely with E, but I'm, I'm a fan. I stand back in awe of his flamingo and what it achieves and accomplishes and know that it's not what I do. And because of that, it makes me a super fan because it's not something that, it's like watching someone sing. It's not a skill I have to do it at that level. So I sit back and as an ultimate fan in awe of what they can accomplish. Yep, I'm still just pissed to learn that the reason I don't have an insider is because I'm not a flamingo. I'm just, this is you're gonna crazy. Be waiting, you're going to be waiting a long time. <laughs> right. Dang, shoot. Um, yeah, no, thank you for that. And I, I think that's good clarification on all sides. E, anything else you want to add to that, Carl? I think um, just, the, I mean, Josh kind of hit it, but the important thing, man, so let me, let me t- add one thing I was just thinking about. This doesn't apply to selfish people. Let me just put that there. This does not apply to selfish people. Everything that Josh just said was about, for real, understand the entire assessment is about really understanding how to communicate with other people for one common goal. You see what I'm saying? So if you're coming in with some motive of you trying to blow up and, and see you talk about this all the time, if that's what you, ain't nobody working with you. 
That's, that's not the group we're talking to. We're talking to a group of people that are serious about, you know, for us helping other people, you know what I mean? Accomplishing solid goals. Like that, that is the core of what this is. People locking together, understanding each other, not, not taking it personal, not thinking that CJ don't like me because he didn't like my idea, that Josh don't like me because he asked me to do this or took this from me. You know what I mean? It has nothing to do with that. It's about us all operating in the thing that we're best at. You know what I'm saying? And us moving in the same direction. So I just want people to understand that. That's what it's about. Hip-hop preacher, anything else before I put a bow on it? No, no. That's, I think that's... I think they got enough nuggets. Okay, you sure? Oh, I'm positive. <laughs> All right, I'm sure. Uh, Organifi, guys, as always, man, a great partner of this podcast, man. We want to shout out to our sponsor, Organifi, for always keeping us well hydrated, well alkalinized, keeping us with some alkalinity. How would you say that? Well alkalinized. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to find gotta... a sweet way to say it. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> Organifi, man, uh, 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 our sponsor for this podcast, this segment. Uh, we're getting ready to go into Ask ET, and we always appreciate them bringing us that that good product. Uh, we are on the, the green superfood right now, as always. Also been dabbling in the red a little bit lately. You know what I mean? I hadn't done it much, but i uh, been on it pretty strong lately, man, and it's uh, it's feeling pretty good, quite honestly. My wife has stolen most of my stuff, so Carl, please place another order for me <laughs> because my wife, she gets my packets, dude. It, it, it heats me up, and I got in her car today. Fair file. My wife, she leaves before me because she's got to go, um, you know, obviously to work. she got to drive. She's got a real job, as she likes to call it. Um, and I got the kids. I wake up in the morning. And you got, I got the kids, I'm getting them up and around, and I get a text message like, oh, yeah, sorry, I took your car. I need gas, the oil change, and my car needs to be cleaned. I was like, whoa. No doubt. So I just, uh, I had her car today, but I was like, okay, that that was a little abrupt. You know what I'm saying? Just going to take the truck. But um, I saw her with Organifi packets everywhere in the car. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Little green powder on the seats. I'm like, oh, okay. I see where all my Organifi is going. So, Organifi.com, guys. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Promo code SUCCESS. All right, get that discount on your first order, second order, third order. I don't care what order it is. Get the discount and go with it from there. All right. Um, oh, Carl, you want to you mention the 100-day challenge real quick before I go into yes, asking Yes, sir. All right, real quick before you go there, let me get our sponsor for the day. Hey, we got PayPal today, guys. I'm sure many of you guys have heard of PayPal, but... Today, I want to give you just kind of a small business highlight. I know we have a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners listening to our podcast, and we want to kind of share, you know, share with you how PayPal can help you to grow your business. So we're doing a spotlight on a business called Linda's Stuff. Uh, once an attorney in New York City, Linda transformed her resale hobby into a thriving luxury consignment company called Linda's Stuff. What was once a passion project that started by selling her kids' video games is now a 100-person company in a 93,000-square-foot facility wholly focused on designer fashion. As a company specializing in high-end previously-owned goods, reputation is everything. Integrity and trust are a critical part of how the company operates. From day one, Linda has counted on PayPal to help give her customers confidence and protect her business from fraud, even when selling internationally. When it comes to growing your business, PayPal is your payments partner for today and tomorrow. So make sure you go to paypal.com forward slash growth to set up a business account today. Please, yeah, man. Absolutely. Day I'm super pumped about it, man. I know we got a late start, 
um, because of all that's going on. But I'm, I'm yeah. ready for you, bro. Let's go. All right, so we're starting October 1st. That's the next Monday. After you listen to this podcast, we're starting live. Registration is open now. You can go to 100dayswithet.com. And let me tell y'all something. Like this year, y'all, you know, so y'all heard us talk about it last year. It was good. You know, a lot, like seriously, we got a lot of people writing in asking for it because they were like, yo, I've never focused on some 100 days straight. Like for real, just being able to lock in on some 100 days straight, the results were amazing. People, weight loss, people, businesses, that kind of stuff. So we, we, we kind of doubled down, man. And last year we had, so kind of the same categories. Last year we, we had faith, family, fitness, finances. This year we just put a little twist on it. We got the body, the brain, um, the bag. The bag is the one. And what was the last one? The business. The business. So what we're doing this year that's a little different is now we got, some, we got multiple presenters. You guys have been hearing us talk about, you know, Jamal, Josh, all these people. Of course, Rob did it last year. Rob is back. Sean is back. We got Rochelle adding some HIT training in there. If you're trying to get that fitness on, we're going to bring the HIT training right to you. You ain't got to go nowhere. Log in to BU, hit Rochelle's video, and she's going to be walking you through exactly what to do. Um, I'm telling y'all, Jamal just sent me his first set of videos, and I'm sitting down there like, if y'all not signing up for this tonight, as soon as this podcast is done, I don't want to hear nothing next year about you and where you're supposed to be and you should have done this or you want to learn more about real estate. Kill all that. This is your opportunity. He's giving you tangible tips, not just on what he did, but stuff wherever you are now that can take you from, you know, where you are now to where you're trying to get to. So I'm telling y'all, we bring in some content out of this world. Oh, Carl um, is working us to death I promise with the content. CJ so bringing got, some stuff. See, oh, the one you sent was fire. See, I, I oh, looked through I them today. Oh, I sent some heat today. I yeah. ain't going to lie. I yeah. sent some heat. Make sure y'all jump on there. Don't make me do all these in vain. But we are doing some, I'm doing, like you said, the branding stuff. Josh got the business stuff, guys. Oh. We're here for you on every level. Super excited. Like Carl said, the consistency, man. Imagine if you can do this for 30 days, take it right into the new year. I mean, sorry, 100 days. Take it right oh. into the new year, man, with the 100-day challenge. And, um, you know, really get that thing rolling, Carl. So, no, I'm excited, too. Sorry to cut you off, but I'm geeked no, up. No, you're good. Hey, 100dayswithet.com. Again, 100dayswithet.com. And 100 so listen, is the number. 100, days. 100 days. 100 days with et.com. Listen, man, we had people write a book in that 100 days. Yeah. We had people put out albums in that 100 days. We had people just doing all kind of stuff. So, any goal that you have, man, why not jump in the community and um and take it to the next level. You guys have been waiting to be a part of BU. You've been listening to us every week going, man, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? It's the 100-day challenge, man. Join us right now and take your life to the next level with us. All right? All right, cool. Let's get on to Ask E.T. E., you ready for some questions? Yes, sir. Okay. You want to start with a hard one or easy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about this? This is This should be funny. This guy says, hey, guys, you always talk about holding your friends and family accountable. How do you hold your wives accountable? My wife has recently gained a little bit of weight. Ooh. And <laughs> I'm <yourself>. not. <laughs> oh, he said, I'm sorry. My wife has gained quite a bit of weight since having the baby. I'm not tripping, but the baby is two now. Should I say something? <laughs> Watch yourself. Or just keep, it, or just keep trying to lead by example. I'm glad, this is e. I'm glad this is Ask E.T. I'm glad this is Ask E.T. Hey, that, I'm reading your name too, buddy. That's Greg and Charlotte. So <laughs> you you deserve your name to be read for that, Greg. I mean, that's right. Uh, yeah, okay, Greg. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it to you like stuff. this, Greg. And, I, and again, this is not my personal feelings, Greg, but I'm just going to share it with you because like, I'm not on that. But I will say to you, 
I heard somebody say, I don't know if it was CJ, but somebody just told me recently that the woman who picked up the oh, yeah. oh, 40 or yeah, 50 no. pounds. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, go no, for I say it. studies show that women who gain a little weight live longer than men who mention it. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so take no, that. Saying. You know what I'm saying? Take that. Oh, uh, uh, Greg, let me tell you yeah. something. Hey, hey Greg, you got bruh. bigger. I, hey, Greg, I ain't trying to be funny. Like I said, I'm Greg, I'm not on that. Like I don't, that ain't my thing. Like I ain't I don't watch my wife. So you weight. mean to I, tell me if Diddy put on 50 right now? And didn't say nothing, and y'all was just, you know what I'm saying? Say, you was like, who? What if it wasn't good for her health? You're not even uh, trying to be now on let me say this to you, see, stuff. If it wasn't good for her health, first of all, she a nurse, and she know it ain't good for her health. That's number one. No, you feel me? Well, uh, oh, well, here's you always say, hey, yeah. to Greg's point, he said we supposed to hold each other. That's what the 100-day challenge is about. He, we hold well, each other Well, Didi ain't taking the 100-day challenge. You know no, Diddy's not taking a hundred day, but you trying to hold. You know, you I'm just saying, hold your if his wife is taking a hundred day challenge, go for it. Uh, I'm all for you. I want to say this hey, to see, you. Though. Stop trying to be a gorilla on E. Stop trying to. Yeah, be a gorilla. Hey, I'm gonna say this, John. Hey, I'm just gonna say plain and simple. You have other things that you need to focus on. So you need to focus on. Uh, what if they have a marital bliss other than the <laughs> fact that wifey done put on a few bits? Yeah, you need to focus on some other stuff, bro. I promise you, because Diddy will come to me and Diddy will be like, I can't believe I. I said, Didi, let me say this to you. You just told me <laughs> from the time that we were 16 how much pounds you picked up now. I said, I'm trying to be funny. And, and again, <laughs> Chris, you know, RIP. But I tell my wife all the time, like, yo, there are people who are skinny who did. You know, there are people who are skinny who are in <laughs> the hospital on ICU. So wherever you find yourself, you be grateful. And if that's something, and if, like, <laughs> if you, like if you serious, like you just came to me and told me, that whatever, whatever, whatever. If you're serious, you know what to do. You know what I'm saying? So holla at me if you're saying it because you're trying to see my reaction or if you really try to lose weight. You know what I'm saying? So you let me know which one it is or however you want me to support you, I'll support you. But I promise you, So what you, if Carl, she told I'm, him, hey, let me know if I'm gaining a little weight and help me stay accountable. Okay, if that's what she, she say, Josh. That, hey, yeah, that's a different... So how yeah, should you approach Josh, the conversation? That's different. Hey, Tell Greg right, how to approach the conversation. Hey, all I'll say, C, is is you got to be careful because what you judge, you will be judged for and life's hey. a long time. So make sure hey. you're taking care of your business, too. Oh, hey. Hey, Greg, Josh. No, Greg said he ain't leading by example around there, so he might be okay, well, by, six pack by, down. Maybe by health he is. Maybe by health. Somebody hit me up, Josh, that I do the, um, that I do the um, like, and, and much respect. They know who I'm talking about. But we go back and forth in terms of, our, you know, our weight, you know, our um, working out. And I, I fell off the last, maybe about three weeks. And so they hit me up, was like, E, you ain't been? I said, I know, I just got back today. And they was like, does that mean I've caught you and I'm, I'm gaining on you in health? I said, you probably are. But I made way more money in the last three months than I had. I caught you on wealth. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So you might've caught me on five, 10 pounds, but I think I, I think the, I think my money went up more than your money went up. So to my Josh's point- My money weighed me down, baby. Yeah, I can tell you I'd rather Heather put on 50 pounds than be a bad mom mm, all yeah. day long. So yeah. it depends mm, so, what you measure. So, so e, you hypothetically, value. though, if you did have to have this conversation with Didi, can you just tell us how you would approach the conversation? No, I'm going to Help my call, man Greg out. Yeah, Greg, I would call Rochelle, who is Didi's um, pseudo health 
You just um, go hire fitness. hire your wife a trainer? That's very <laughs> passive aggressive. Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't hire her. I just told Rochelle, uh, uh, uh. Rochelle, you know Didi. When you feel like it, you and Didi got a relationship, you can check in with her. And she checks in with her. Uh, she gives Didi all of her like vitamins, the stuff that Didi needs for MS. Like, you know, the, not the medication, medication, but some of the supplementary stuff. So I'm like, yo, Rochelle, you with Didi? You just asking some questions here and there. And um, to, D- to Rochelle, so you basically hire a hitman. Uh, well, hey, hey, hey. But hey, I want to say this though: he, he needs to do the girl. assessment first. He hired a hitman. Hey, he, hey I'm just saying he may need to do the assessment first because he might have a kind of wife that he can't do that. I'm just telling you, I got a gorilla, gorilla. It ain't wise to be trying to tell you, girl. I'm just trying to tell you in my house uh, that, ain't, that ain't gonna get you nowhere. Telling Didi that long week. Yeah, I oh, promise you that. Man. <laughs> Oh, I knew that question was going to bring up some reaction. <laughs> but Carl, real quick though, I, I want to give Greg a real example. Just, just, <laughs> well, give you give me one. No, no, no. Just tell him how to approach the conversation, <laughs> baby. Let's just say her name is uh, Sam. All right, just Sam. Listen, hey, love in you. true in true chameleon fashion, Sam, I love you. Let's go for a walk, and we're gonna just walk and enjoy them walks every evening. And we're gonna we can walk a little more. I brisk need you to pick up the pace a little bit. Baby. Just Get a little. Your heart hey, yeah. hey, I would ask this though. See, be careful. Maybe he wants to start with asking. You know, what I'm saying what what you know, like what has happened. You know, what I'm saying you might want to start asking, like you know, what I'm saying like because it you you making the assumption. See that it's food. It could be something else. So he might just want to ask. I noticed you, no, you know, you picking up a couple pounds, what's going yeah. on, and then let's it's take food. it from there. It might be something triggering the food, but it's food. Right. Mm. Yeah, the culprit. Um, yeah, no, we need a woman on this podcast, man. This is a problem. We're too male heavy, so we don't have anybody who can answer this question seriously. So um, Greg and Charlotte, unfortunately, E is, has no, <laughs> no words for you, all right? Um, let's go. Josh, we've been saving this for you, brother. We got a couple for you stored up. Grant Chicago said, Josh, at what point Wow. You know what? Let me tell y'all something, man. The gift and the curse. My Amazon button just went off. I'm like, what in the devil? My wife is connected to my card. And it's like, I feel like I'm just in a group text the way I get. Anyway. Yeah, uh, wow. Hey, hey, uh, ask, ask CJ, how do you stop your wife from using your Amazon uh, card? I got no answer. SC, I went and got the gorilla. To answer this for you. Oh. Oh, okay. And let me read it for let me read it for D yeah. again. D, you ready? I need to hear the okay. question, please. Okay. Greg and Charlotte said, Hey guys, you always talk about holding your friends and family accountable. How do you hold your wives accountable? My wife has gained quite a bit of weight since having the baby. I'm not tripping, but the baby is two now. Should I say something or just keep trying to lead by example? No, no, no. Let me help you out. What was his name again? Greg. 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 Hello, Greg. Let me help you out, Greg. You know what you could start doing? Start preparing oh. some low-fat meals, Greg. And if she's eating three mm. low-fat meals a day, and if she doesn't have to dust, mop, uh, wash the dishes, do the laundry and all that, I guarantee you she'll get on that elliptical. I guarantee you she'll be at the gym. So mm. just go ahead, Greg, and all the chores that she's doing around the house, go ahead and pick those up mm. and make her three low-fat meals and then get back with me and let me know how, how that's working How do you know Greg ain't doing housework, D? Greg ain't doing it because she picking up weight because I'm in the same situation. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I know Greg ain't doing it. I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> get back with me, Greg. Let me know how it works. Oh, 
It sounded personal, but I didn't want to go there, D. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Greg, you in trouble, Greg. Yeah. Oh, well, E, hey. Well. Uh, I just got through under the bus. She said, that's what yeah. she's doing, see? Wow. <laughs> so you're not cooking or cleaning? Y'all back at the... Uh, apparently wow. not. Yeah. Apparently not. So, no, no, no. So much yeah, for that's that not dirty what laundry. I, I am cooking, but here's the problem. It's not low-fat uh, meals. That's what Didi said. She's saying, I'm, I'm, mm. I'm a, uh, what is it? What, what's the, what is it called, Carl? Um, oh, what's the word? Um, what? It's when you sh- give people a drugs. Shifter? Oh, 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 oh. A drug dealer. A pusher. <laughs> yeah, no, not that. <laughs> I forgot the word, but it's a um, co- um, ah. Co-conspirator. I wish that's not. I think that I don't Cody know. I, I'll get it I will make up words. Kobe that, Bryant. That's thing. You know what I'm saying? He said Kobe Bryant. Diddy's thing is, I wouldn't have to eat this way if you didn't fix this kind of tasty food. Mm. I'm like, I'm not trying to lose weight, so I'm not trying to eat no low fat. Oh, that's meal, Carlos so. and Helene right there. That's Carlos yeah. Senior and Helene right there. I promise you. I'm talking about all day. Pops be like, "Yo, you trying to lose the weight? I'm, I'm trying not trying to, to lose good. weight. I'm cooking tasty meals, bro." Tasty. Hmm. What what did you cook that was so bad? I didn't cook nothing bad. She just said I don't make I don't make low fat food. That's what she's saying. Like when I cook, it's never, you know what I'm saying? It's never low fat. You know me, bro. I do breakfast all day if I could. She's like, I can't eat like that. I need um uh, asparagus and spinach. And I'm like, okay, cool, but you can't, I can't eat that all day, every day. I made her a haystack the other day, Carl, the taco salad, um, uh, with some um Oh my with goodness! Some, I wish y'all yeah. would stop with them haystacks. I, mean, I, I didn't even know what haystacks. Josh, you know what haystacks? I didn't either. Are? I didn't even until I went to Oakwood. No clue. Yeah, exactly. I didn't. That's why I said a taco salad. Oh, he said the taco, taco salad. salad. He said the taco salad. That's it. Haystacks, and it tastes yeah. like haystacks. <laughs> um. hey, oh, and by the way, guys, I know I shouldn't probably be saying this this early, but I noticed that the um, the leaves are turning colors, and the uh, the weather is like 40, 50 in the morning. So. I don't know what happened, but I just been thinking about that dressing. I I, I know it's right mm. around the corner, but I've been that's been Ooh. on my mind heavy this um, yeah, this the, past week. Hey, the time hey. of the year. Yeah. In other news, how about the Lions beat the Patriots? Oh, oh come on, don't do yourself yeah. like that. See, yeah. can you believe the Lions like beat the Patriots? Though? I can. Well, I can because what's your why? Of course, he wants to be his head coach. His head so coach. He, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. So he was passionate. I want to see if he's gonna do that against. The Bears next week. That, that impressed me with the Bears. You you know the Patriots offense and defense backwards and forward. Impressed me by beating the Vikings. Oh yeah, no, we'll we'll see. Let's not get silly with it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, we beat the Patriots. I was pretty excited about that. Hey, um, but I was excited for the first hundred yard um, rush in what oh, five my years? Goodness. Oh, thank God. Finally, yeah. we got a 100-yard rusher after five years. That's, yeah, that's an embarrassing five statistic. Yeah. That was the most embarrassing statistic in all of football. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. That's hey, Josh, your, uh, your, your Broncos are what? Two two and one? Three and oh? Uh, two and one. Okay. Two and one. Lost the ball. Oh, can, can we shout out Hugh Jackson and the, and the Browns for getting Duh. the dog? Cleveland. They, they got to win. Hey, the Lions hey, and hey, Cleveland hey, won. Hey, I've been meaning to ask you a question. So... um. So th- there were two, two things. So obviously, the Browns ship someone out of town. Yes. Um, for whatever, right? And then they win the next game. And then there was another big win where something happened this week in the NFL where there is a major change. Yes. It's less two people, when it t- talks about people on teams, 
hmm. and the people around and influences. And you know, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was um, just random that the Browns get their first win after inserting energy in the quarterback position and everything else, but also culturally just making an entire shift and making a, a, probably a very hard call, a oh, very hard bro. call. They've invested bro. a lot, probably love, love, love Josh. Yeah, I, mean, I can't imagine having to make that call, especially after six years of putting everything you Man, have and believing real. in somebody. Yeah. And then they win the next week and break a streak. You know, I, hey, I meant can to I ask say you this? about I, that. With all my heart, and I'm not, you know, I, I don't know that he's taking the test, but I, with all my heart, I believe my guy, C talks about, you know, birds of a feather flocking together, people wanting to be with their animal. That's what I loved about the Browns and Hugh Jackson. Like, it, I, I believe with all my heart, you're flamingo of all flamingos, you know, and, and because there are people who are in the league now that under any other coach, they wouldn't even be, they wouldn't have made it this long, you know, and he sacrificed, I believe, winning to some extent because he cares so much like that the culture i tell people all the time you can say what you want to say about the browns because you don't you've not been in in the locker room you know you haven't been behind closed doors so all you see is their record but when you talk about the culture you talk about people wanting to come to work you talk about people rallying behind hugh jackson and look my, my man was able to get the um what do you call it see the um Hard Knocks, is that what it's called for um, yeah. ESPN? Hard Knocks, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 they featured them on Hard HBO. Knocks, man. This dude, and I, and I used to feel like that's why he, that's why they're having some challenges because I feel like sometimes, you know, you look at a Bill Belichick, you got to, I feel like he's a gorilla uh, turtle, you know what I'm saying? Because not only is he, you know, pretty, you know, like aggressive and like, yo, this, this is the direction we're going. But but very methodical, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so I just felt right. I felt for you. Wow. But I will I, say I, did, this. I had a moment. See, hey, yeah. that's the first he, time you ever said you that. Ever right, Ever said bro. that right? Yeah, I was oh, like, I, I checked myself. See, I was like, yo, did he say it right? He used no, to he say, said oh, it okay. exactly. Perfect. Oh, I'm sorry, I should have wow. said it wrong. I I, I didn't <laughs> give C something to, to joke about. I apologize. Go back to your go back hood. Methodic. Right, right. I'm sorry. I apologize. I was just talking about Belichick though. I I didn't want to mess him up. But I look at you know who he is. And I look at Hugh Jackson. A lot of people call me like, E, congrats. We know, you know, you used to rock with the Browns. But I'm going to tell you this. Like, this might sound funny, Josh, but Hugh really believes they can win a Super Bowl, bro. I promise you. Like, and win. I know he not geek you know right now with no one win. And I've never seen a man in my life go 0-16 in every single doggone week. When he came back to team meetings, he was talking like they didn't lose and was getting those boys fucked. I'll never forget he went off on some players because it was like, you know, playoff time and they weren't going and they were like getting ready to get, you know, like vacation and whatever. Like they had clocked out. And I remember him going off saying like, how in the world can we get ready for the playoffs next year when you've already clocked out? So much congratulations to my man. Like I said, I know he ain't tripping over one. He ain't grateful over one. Uh, but it's just good to see after 365 days, they get that monkey They off really their should back. have two wins if it weren't for that They kicker. should. Yeah, right. they should. Yeah. They should. Hey, they and should. it's and it's not and it's a and it's a win on a on a hard week versus a good opponent, a hard yeah. fought. Oh, I mean, great opponent. I just you know and, and you know what? I think they are as close to winning the Super Bowl as being a losing team for the yeah. next ten years with that yeah. roster. So I think yeah. what they've done is put in seats. I told I, I told C earlier in the week. I said I was amazed. I was watching the post game conference. It's amazing what energy what happens with energy. 
But I'm looking at them thinking, man, those Browns, those uniforms look cool. And I'm thinking, right. am I saying the Browns mm. look cool? Like, wait a second, the Browns look cool right now? The Browns mm. ain't so, never yeah. look cool. Yeah. No, yeah. never. Hey, yeah. and e, e on that theme, you got to give me something on the Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't even want Well, no, you I, let I Josh want, break yeah. that down. That's his. Oh, yeah, please. that's Josh. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. Josh. Yeah. Josh. I, yeah. I will say this to you, Josh. I won't give my comment. I won't, I won't get my comments yep. on it, commentation, uh, commentary on it, but I will say this to you. I, I, I was numb. You know, I was numb. I, I watched it and was kind of like, okay, it's not going to happen. Okay, okay, maybe it's going to happen. Okay, I don't know. Something bad's going to happen. Okay, he's blowing them out. Okay, it's going to happen. And I was numb. Like, I didn't celebrate like I used to back in the day. I was more on, I hope this is the return of something great. Yeah. Yeah, I you know for me as a as a big time golf fan and someone whose son plays golf and competitive golf, but he's too young to understand the Tiger Woods effect. I mean, you can talk about Tiger from, and you're, I'm talking purely golf. He's made a ton of mistakes in his personal life and professional life, but of someone that has has made sports what it is. And so before the NFL was the NFL and the money that was brought, all these athletes in golf owe Tiger Woods everything because he made them all multimillionaires with not having to be Tiger Woods. He actually lifted an entire sport and culture into seeing golf. But when I watch him walk up, you know, uh, uh, as Americans, we love, um, and, and we love a good comeback story. And so for the moment, everything is forgotten and you're seeing this guy and you're not talking about someone that just had um, the affair and, struggled with his golf game, 17 month, or in 2017, he was arrested on a DUI. Right. He was right. talking to police officers saying he's in California when he's in Florida. His body and his mind is failing him. And, and, not, and he wasn't just good at golf. He's played at the highest level that you've ever seen. And so to see him walk up, it was interesting because I was sitting there and I got emotional just watching him walk up. And, and what, I, what I think everyone can respect, whether you um, respect the comeback or forgive what he's done away from the golf course, is someone that didn't stop and, and that belief to be able to come back and do it against incredible odds. And you know, I, as a sports fan and as a human fan, I think it hopefully inspired people in and out of golf that it's never too late, you're never too down to come back and play at a certain level or compete a certain level or start a company. And so I just think the human element of it, take out the golf, and I'm an enormous golf fan, the human element, and be able to close it down, like you said. I didn't want to believe it till the very end. And even on hole 17, he was he was making bogeys, and I'm thinking, oh, don't let this be, don't let this happen. Don't let him not win this. And for him to hold it together and then to see everyone's reaction and everyone rally around him, the sport, the people walking down the fairways. It was just, a, it was a really cool moment. Um, and just cheering on that it's, it's, it's for him on to better days in all aspects of his life. And to see him win with perspective now, where before he was just a complete killer of people around him. He was there to dominate. I think he, I think he really appreciates this and hopefully it makes him a better human all the way around. Yeah, no, that's great, man. I would have lost the bet because I could have swore Serena was going to win another one before Tiger did, but uh, Tiger pulled it off. All right, let's get one more question in here. Uh, let me finish that question we had for Josh because I don't know the next time he's going to grace us with his presence. Um, Grant in Chicago said, Josh, at what point do you consider giving a close small business employee some equity? Although 
Uh, I started the company seven years ago. He's always, uh, no, I started the company seven years ago and he's always been there. Um, he's been there for six years. Uh, with his help, we've grown from no clients and no income to last year doing $4 million in sales. He's not necessarily super business savvy, but, but he's been super loyal. What do you think about giving equity and how much should I give? Yeah, I mean, so it actually kind of goes back to what we talked about. And again, um, rest in peace to Chris. But it comes, it comes down to, could you do the company without him? And what is his absence worth when you talk about giving equity? Now I'm talking about how much. But just because he's not super business savvy, he may not need to be because you are. But he may be a great executor where you're not. Or he may be great at certain parts. So if the business would really suffer and someone's been with you that long... You know, I think equity is um, is always a good play for um, for key performers. It doesn't even have to be much, but people want to feel like they are part of something that's bigger than themselves. They want to have some ownership in what's going on. And if he's been around seven years and has helped build it, um, I think that's worth something. Now, the how much um, that's all dependent. You know, you you want it. You want to give equity. You want to you want to make sure people feel incentivized. But you also want to make sure you feel good about it. There's two sides to equity. I've seen people give equity because they feel like it's the right thing to do and they give too much and then they don't feel incentivized. And so there's never a perfect balance. Every business is its own living, breathing thing. Um, but you know, if you feel like he deserves it, give it to him. And also, you can always do things that aren't straight equity that's kind of like equity. You can do profit sharing. You can do equity that vests. Um, you can do different, you can do bonuses. There's things that are the same as equity. When people think equity, they think of more money, more buying. And it doesn't always have to be that it has to be equity. Sometimes equity is a long-time dream that may not come to fruition. But some people may say, I don't want equity. I'd rather make my money along the way. And so find out what makes him tick. But you can do similar things if you don't want to do equity and give him profit sharing. and, And therefore, you're aligned in the business. And if the business profits, the more he profits. And everybody wins. Beautiful. Love it. Um, Jay, tell them your Instagram. Let them know where they can find you. You haven't been on in a while. We got a a bunch of new listeners since then. Let them know your Instagram if you want to go see Josh and uh, Huddy out there tearing it up on the golf course and see his fam and and see Josh's life. Where can they they follow you, brother? Yeah, they can follow me at jhatchlife. So J-H-A-T-C-H-L-I-F-E. So jhatchlife. Um, and, and yeah, come, come on the journey and come see what we're doing from a family standpoint, from an ETA standpoint, from a Harbor standpoint. And, and, um, hopefully someone can, can watch and come oh, really quick too. And, tell them we're about to expand, uh, expand our territory a little bit in the solar. And, uh, I don't know if I, if you can kind of tell them where we're going and if we have people in that area who want to check us out. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. We've, um, so, um, Harbor, our solar company, we've been, we've been, um, Concentrate on going really deep and, and trying to, to um, take care of our customers and dominate the Carolinas. And I'm, and I'm happy to say that we have done that and, and have a great Carolina presence in both North and South Carolina. And um, as of last week, we made the decision that we're about to expand into the Illinois market. And so, uh, you know, right next to our, our, our boy mall, and we're going to be in the Chicago and surrounding areas. Again, we're a residential solar company. We're always we're always looking to work with people that are um, motivated, um, that that understand the value of hard work, that have good 
leadership, but most importantly, are aligned in kind of the values and what we believe in and where we're headed. Um, and so, so uh, look us up and see, you know, I think by the end of 2019, we'll be talking about uh, and on this call and, and we'll be talking with um, e and Carl and all of us and talking about how we had a nationwide expansion and, and where there's good solar markets, we have a presence there. So it's a pretty exciting time for for us and for um, anyone that wants to join in and 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 come and hop on. Harborsolar.com? Harborsolar.com. Got it. Um, any, did Carl, anything from you before we get up out of here, brother? Well, we good. Just the events, of course. Take control, November 4th, San Diego. Um, Ooh, that's right. Yeah, that's coming up pretty quick. Um, New York, ignite the dream. Y'all heard about Philly. Y'all been seeing the footage. Um, yeah, don't play. Don't play. This is this is our feature tour. I don't think... I, I, I literally coined it like all the events y'all seen us done before, phenomenal. But this one was like our first event, the one that we did in Philly. And of course, we're going to try to do it better in New York. So New York, anybody surrounding, I don't care where you are, you could be in... Europe somewhere, y'all want to be in New York on 12-2, 2018, the last right? of the year, too, right? It's the last of the year. So IgniteTheDreamTour.com is the website. You can check it out. And, of course, February 25th to March 3rd, 2019, Phenomenal Life Jamaica. Y'all hear us talking about it? Quit playing around. We about to have fun and play in the sun, all right? And I hope so come you on, like y'all. Don't play. Too. Um, 100DaysWithET.com. Yes, sir. 100, the numbers, 100dayswithet.com. Jump on there, all right? We got a Thursday call tomorrow. We will be, uh, that's tomorrow for us. You guys are listening tonight. Tonight, um, yeah, Thursday call, Sunday call. It's going down, 100 Days with ET. Get my videos, malls. Doing, we got mall. They had sent a crew. Listen to this, y'all. They didn't sent a crew, <laughs> a camera crew to Maul's house to shoot his videos. I'm doing mine on the iPhone. They sweet. But it's just like, you know, first-person shooter. They didn't sent the whole crew to Maul's crib um, to shoot, man. So he's going to be giving you guys some dope pointers as well. Josh and I, uh, of course, like I said, man, you don't want to miss out. 100 Days with ET, man. If you want to know what it's like to get up and be pumped up and have a, a support group with you, Riding to those goals, then go to 100dayswithet.com. That's it. It's getting late. I need to go kiss my babies goodnight. ET, get us out of here with a nugget of the day, my brother. Yeah, guys. Uh, it's your life. You know, for real. Uh, you're the captain of your ship. You can make whatever decision you want. I just was reading um, something here on social media, and the person was apologizing for their behavior to their fans, to their family. No, so for at the end of the day, you can do whatever you want to do when you want to do it, but understand you only get one shot to do it, all right? You only get one shot to do it. It's not a video game, so you don't get to push, you know, restart three, four times. So you got one life, one life, guys. So you get to make the decision of how you live that one life. And I would just recommend that you make the rest of your life the best of your life. Live with a sense of urgency. R.I.P. Chris Daniels. R.I.P. Chris, man. Appreciate y'all listening. Go leave us that review on iTunes. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your